1: We're on a mission to explore beyond comfort zones because that is where growth takes place. We believe that exploration is for everyone. It can take place anywhere, no matter your location or situation. And we've made exploring even easier. Check out our pre-dive episodes, like the one you're listening to today, and their (laughs) descriptions to follow along with us on each journey. So many ways to explore. Pick one today and experience life outside your comfort zone. Welcome to our very first pre-dive briefing. Only Jess is excited about that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I yelled. Okay. Yeah, well, oh, we could hear
2: out. you. That's so weird. We're not supposed to you be here anymore, oh. remember?
1: I want to hear you guys. All right. It, my chair, too.
0: Yeah, didn't hear that again, you- Tracy. Your microphone no. is cutting out super loud noises because it loves I us. I know.
2: I bet it's a set <laughs> I, I in I'm going to setting. <laughs> I'm
3: gonna try my audio settings. Suppress background noise. Low, low. Is that better?
0: Yeah. I mean, I didn't
1: hear it. I thought she would. All right. While while Tracy figures out how to (laughs) scream, (laughs) if you missed episode 102, we decided to slow Mm -hmm. things down and be more intentional with each episode. This way, before we record the episode, if it's something that piques your interest or better yet, something that is outside your comfort zone, you can explore along with us. And we're hoping it will get you more excited for our challenge episodes. Since the waters are still settling from shaking things up, we are going to be setting up the pre dive for the entire month of December. There's a lot to get into, so let's dive in. But first, if at any time the conversation gets too intense, the safe word is mango. mango.
0: No.
2: I no, so I still
4: didn't hear you. <laughs> <laughs> we heard, me go. <laughs> Basically, Zoom has decided that you have to just calm down and speak very calmly. You're not allowed to show excitement in any way.
2: I am, apparently. I'm allowed to. Just Tracy. <laughs> hmm.
1: This has gone off the rails
2: Mango. <laughs> <laughs> There it is. We
1: heard that. Yeah. So first up, December 2nd, we have got the book, Remember, a little book of courage, comfort, and hope by our friend, Paul Boynton. Bestselling author, Paul Boynton is back with a new book that will encourage, inspire, and motivate you to help get you through the speed bumps and unexpected curves that are a part of any life. Most people are struggling to find balance in their lives and it is often difficult to follow our hearts when we are busy managing our lives, taking care of others and paying bills. Juggling a to-do list, it's all overwhelming. Remember, A Little Book of Courage, Comfort and Hope is an easy to read, thoughtful and personal diary of encouraging observations and thoughts that blend optimism in a grounded in reality honesty to remind you that storm clouds always pass, your dreams count, and you are here to live a purposeful, peaceful life, no matter what challenges you face or what difficulties you must move through.
0: So my question, Sirens, are we going to say yes to this episode idea or mang no? Oh, I come feel like on. we already all bought the book. So I know I think, <laughs> yeah. I think we've decided. So I think it would be silly to say no to Paul Boynton because we love him. Yes. Because you have to begin with yes. Heck yeah, you do, Tracy. Tracy, I was going to say your first and last name. I didn't know if I should. You can. You can. It's not a secret. <laughs> okay. So the challenge for this episode, obviously, is to um, buy remember a little book of courage, comfort, and hope, and then read it. Um, has everyone purchased their book yet? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Two versions.
3: Yeah. yeah.
1: Did you get the audio and the, or no, the uh, digital? Yeah. The Kindle
0: and a paperback. Mm.
1: Yeah. I couldn't wait. So I got the digital too.
0: No, I got the paperback. I'm waiting for it to show up. Um. So I did email Paul to see if he had another challenge that he wanted us to complete in addition to reading the book. Um, Those of you who have it digitally, maybe you can flip through it and see if there's anything glaring that might be.
1: Mm -hmm. That is a a good
0: idea. So, our deadline is to, we're recording on November 28th, so we'll have to have the book and have it read in two weeks from tonight.
4: Do you know how much it is? $12, I think, for the paperback.
0: Yeah. And
4: for the Kindle. You see, I got it on Kindle first, but I get Kindle Unlimited. So it was free. Too. Which, which didn't feel particularly supportive. So I, wanted, I thought,
3: oh, I'm getting the paperback as well. That's exactly what happened to me, Sarah. I'm sure it is supportive because you pay for Kindle. And I guess that money has to go to authors. That's how the whole thing works. I don't know how it works, but... Maybe we should research that.
4: But also, um, in his um, Facebook post, he had talked about how the initial response was great, but the, the way the algorithms work, a second wave is good. So I feel like I contributed to both waves.
1: <laughs> there you go. My,
0: My chair is waves,
2: Sarah. I can't hear your chair over mine.
0: Oh, well, good. Glad to hear that. All right. So if Paul gets back to us, um, I will give everyone an update with that additional challenge. Um, and Elsie, what do you, why do you look disturbed?
1: Oh, that's my thinking face.
2: Oh, gotcha. Apparently she's, she's searching I have, for a challenge.
1: I have wrestling bitch face and the disturbed face. Apparently that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. So it's, it looks a lot like, cause we read be amazing a couple months ago and we've all read begin with. Yes. It looks like it's set up very similar to that. And he asks a lot of thoughtful questions. So if we can't think of something easy, maybe we just really take the time to noodle on those questions he asks in the book. Yeah. Journal about it or something.
0: Yeah. That's a good idea. Maybe, um, we could take one of the questions and reflect on the answer in a video. I can post it on
1: TikTok. Like that.
0: If you're all down for a TikTok video challenge again. That would be fun. All right, let's do that then. And Paul wants us all to send pictures. I don't know if you guys saw his uh, post on his Facebook group today, but he wants everybody who has the book to take a selfie with their book and send it to him.
1: So we're going to do that anyway. I know. <laughs> for this episode,
0: we'll just send him one big old selfie of all of us.
1: All right. So on page 163, because this could be good for a TikTok, because it says 30 seconds in it, which is why it caught my eye, it says, Your heart knows. What does your heart yearn for Uh, is not just a desire, it's a calling. It's up to you to listen and then follow. It's your pathway, plain and simple and profoundly profoundly beautiful too. What does your heart yearn for? Trust your gut on this. Pretend you had 30 seconds to name it and then own it. See what happens next.
0: All right. So when we get to that spot in the book, take it seriously, create a video with your answer.
1: What your heart yearns for. All right.
0: What page was that?
1: On the digital version, it's 163.
0: So I am taking a class right now and the um, digital page number for the textbook is the same as the physical page number for the textbook.
1: Oh, that's nice.
0: I wonder if all books are like that.
1: I feel like we've run into the problem before where it's not.
0: Yeah, it's When we're doing
1: the um, nighttime affirmations.
0: Mm. Oh, yeah. Gosh, I forgot that we did that one.
1: That feels like forever ago. Because
0: it was. It was like
1: (laughs) a year and a half ago. Yeah.
0: It was a long time ago. All right. Well, when you're back from Paul Boynton, well, uh, I'll I'll update you guys. So, Elsie, what do we have going on for December 9th?
1: December 9th is A Playful Humans. It is a community designed to help the burned out and bored get re-energized and engaged with their life. Holy crap, does that sound like our intro? (laughs) (laughs) Our mission is to help adults rediscover the power of play in their life and career. Playful Humans is a free podcast, YouTube channel, and community. You can also provide, uh, we also provide team building and event entertainment for company team building, charity events, and other parties. So
0: you guys think we're in or out on this one? <laughs> 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 I think play sounds stupid. <laughs> I don't like I hate, play. I hate fun. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I guess we're in for that. You know what? It's a shame that we, well, I mean... So we're releasing it on December 9th. So we'll be recording it on December 2nd. It would be so much fun if we could get this guy to like plan a virtual event for us before we met with him.
1: Some sort of team building
0: event. That would be amazing. I don't know that we'll have time before the podcast, but.
1: Maybe as part of the podcast. Maybe we can ask him if he's got some team building questions that we can do together on the podcast. That would be fun. (sighs) That'd be so much fun.
0: So we asked. Sorry, go ahead, Tracy.
3: Do you guys know that um, he has a little quiz on there that tells you
0: what is your playful personality? Yeah, that's our challenge.
1: Yeah, that's what he told us to do before the episode.
0: I was just getting ready to say has anyone done it? Uh,
3: no. Has
1: Sarah done it? Did it? Oh, no. <laughs> Sarah done uh, it. That is so fitting. It said the Explorer. That's no. my top
0: one, too. Oh, you just did it? hmm Well, we got to save it for the episode. I know. Quit, tell, quit, quit revealing your play style. And or... then my second one is... Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so there's a quiz that we have to take. Um, we have to take the quiz by December 2nd, because that's when we're recording.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, we are going to have the get, the creator of Playful Humans on the podcast, right?
1: Yeah, and did you know he's also a game show host? But I did not see which game show he's a host of.
0: Hmm. Let's look him up.
1: That should be our next challenge, is to get ourselves onto a game show think his and,
0: name is mike montag um they also have their
4: very own podcast that i've started following um, maybe we could listen to a few episodes of that before we meet
1: oh, that's, that's a good, good idea. idea
2: hopefully it's a game show that is a team style because i don't want to compete against you competitive ladies <laughs>
0: uh-huh. it's funny I'm not competitive, Jess. Me either. I just like to be
3: a worthy opponent so that the game is more fun for everyone.
1: Mm-hmm. That's right. I feel like every time I see pictures of you on the island where you've played a game, you're always the winner. So I'd like to call bullshit on the fact that you're not competitive.
0: <laughs> and and the fact that she's like, look, I won again. <laughs> <laughs> All
2: right. So hmm. and also all the screenshots from Duolingo. Oh my gosh.
0: Hmm. Well, that's not competitive. I
3: don't think that's just like,
0: look, oh, look I at my progress. all right. I'm following the playful humans podcast now as well. There's
4: also the playful humans club.
0: Dang. They have a lot of
4: episodes there, and there's a lot on their website. Really a lot.
1: What kind of things do they talk about, Sarah?
4: On the po- I haven't listened to any of the episodes yet. Um, but on the website, there are so many different, and I, I'm looking at it now, but there are so many different links to click on. And I've just started diving in.
1: <laughs> That's awesome. I am really excited to talk to somebody else that also does a podcast just to see like what their style is. How many people they have working for them? That kind of thing. Yeah. (laughs) How do you keep it all organized?
0: So the Playful Humans Club is a community uniquely designed to help adults wholeheartedly express their natural inner child's playfulness, creativity, and need for social connection. Huh. Part of the club. I'm so excited. You are? Did you already sign up? Yep. I signed up.
1: Is it free? Yes. I want to be in a club. I want to sign up for all the things.
0: They have, uh, it says, keep up with playful humans club on the go. You can put in your phone number and they'll text you the app. There's an app? I'm doing that. Where are you? I'm on the... um, I. Sarah said something about their club. So I was on their website and I clicked on clubs at the top of the page. And it's like at the bottom ah, of the clubs page. Gotcha. Okay. Join.
1: Where are you? Oh, here's a question in the club. I want you guys all to answer. What is the best board game or tabletop game of all time?
2: Oh. <laughs> all Gravel. right Gravel.
0: Scrabble. Mm. Tabletop game or board game. I am a fan, even though I don't play it very often. I am a fan of chess. Mm. Mm.
1: I think the one I go back to all the time is either like apples to apples, cards against humanity or the Catholic card game, which is like both of those two. And every time I play those games, I laugh until I cry. (laughs)
4: Uh, what about exploding kittens
0: oh my gosh that is like my favorite card game I would have chosen that except I classified it as a card game and not a tabletop game
3: what's the difference you play table
0: you play cards on a table uh I don't know I guess I was just picturing a game splayed on the table
2: but I I guess I wasn't counting cards (laughs)
0: But Exploding Kittens is a ton of fun. That's it's a great game.
2: Yeah, if I have like the cards, then I like canasta.
0: Ben and I play that a lot. Oh, that was what,
2: good.
0: What about uh Tracy? What about you? What's your favorite game? Did you already say?
3: No, I was thinking about it. It just really depends on mood. Like I love Connect 4 and I love Pirates Dice and I love Threes Away and I love Rummy. God,
2: I haven't it's played a, Rummy yeah. in years. I love
3: Rummy. Last night we played mm-hmm. um, We played Phase 10. I like that game a lot. I like Clue. We've been playing Clue. We've been playing um, Mexican train dominoes. That's super fun.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: I just like dominoes. I
2: don't know. Good question. How do you play Clue with just you and Dino? Or are you saying with your friends?
0: Yeah, with friends.
2: Okay. I was like, wait how does that work
0: yeah so you have to As have more friends. than two people when you play clue yeah
3: you have to have four yeah. at least um, four. Oh,
2: I don't know that it's oh I played it three-handed it. before but
3: oh well maybe you can play with three I don't know I don't know. I was just thinking for it
2: is I mean it just basically has to be more than two because if it's only two then you're basically just asking each other back and forth until one of you has eliminated everything else
4: mm-hmm there's a, a question here. Have y'all played taco cat goat cheese pizza? Oh I my love gosh. That.
2: Yes. That is awesome. I love that game too.
0: You know what I else is another... Goat
2: cheese pizza sounds delicious. <laughs>
0: <laughs> there, another game that's a lot of fun is, um... oh gosh, it's something for Neanderthals
1: oh i heard about that you like is it with the blow-up club yes and you like hit
0: people on the head if they say yeah. a word that has more than one syllable in it or something um i wish i could i but wish i knew the whole name of that.
1: all from the same company there you have like mm-hmm. unstable unicorns and um something with crabs i've played unstable unicorns before
2: so My i and um... Leona like to play that one
0: I own a poetry for Neanderthals. That's the one that's a lot of fun. Oh,
2: yeah.
0: I own Unstable Unicorns and I cannot figure out how to play it. And I'd like to think I'm a smart person, but I Ask can't my sister if Laura and Leona can
2: come down well. and play with you. Because <laughs> they can't yeah. yeah. figure that. out how to
0: play Rummy Cube.
3: I want to learn how to play that. Yeah. We, we bought it because I, so one time I posted on Facebook, what's your favorite game? And I, I tried to buy them all. And somebody listed Rummy Cube. So we bought it and we couldn't figure out how to play it.
0: Oh, it's interesting. Hmm. I think there's a story about Mark and Amy, his ex-wife, playing that game one time and it ended in a fight. And that was the last time they ever played it.
1: Oh. So don't play it, TC. There's a reason the universe is not letting you play this game.
0: <laughs>
4: it's true. <laughs> Once you get into it, though, it's a really fun one. I've heard that it's really
2: fun. A good game for groups of people, but I think you have to have at least five to play it. Uh, Secret Hitler. So much fun. Secret, Secret Hitler. Hitler. It it's kind of box? like have one night a werewolf. Have you guys ever heard of that one? It's kind of mm. like
1: that. Connor has that. He likes it.
2: It's it's like that, except like you have to figure out who's Hitler instead of who's a werewolf.
1: Hmm. Hmm. So ever since March, I have kept dice in my purse because of TC. And it has been pretty amazing being out at a restaurant and instead of everybody's just like playing on your phone, we all play dice. And like, sometimes it feels like we're the only table interacting with the people around each other instead of just, you know, looking at phones. Staring at your phone. Yeah, it's nice.
3: So we we set goals for ourselves when we go on trips. And on one trip, one of the goals was um, to teach three strangers how to play threes away. And so I took sets of threes away with the instructions typed out with us. And it's pretty easy because if you're sitting in an airport and you start playing a game, people will ask you what you're doing. But um, yeah, it's all part of that fun philosophy. Like I uh, it's really important to me. So I have games in my purse all the time. I carry dice and cards and dominoes and a Frisbee. I
4: think this is going to be a really fun episode to prepare for.
2: Yeah. so what it sounds like. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: All right. Sorry, so did you say what your favorite game was? Or were you saying Exploding Kittens?
4: I, well, I, it's hard for me to pick a favorite. I think um, really one of my favorites is Sparkle.
0: I love a good Farkel party. I like Farkel too. I've never played Farkel. Huh. Playing I Farkle an was,
4: was, was how I, I realized that my daughter may um, uh, like to engage in risky behavior. Because she would risk it all the time. We'd say, no, Emma, no.
3: She she does take big risks on games, but she's so smart that it almost always plays plays out for her. She's really good at all games that I've ever played with her. Mm -hmm. So I just put a link uh, in the chat and we can share the link, um, maybe on our Facebook page or something, to Secret Hitler. And if you scroll down, they have the rules and a print and play pdf so you can play for free so i think we all need to print it and play the game before this episode just for fun
1: i'm gonna put that link um in our notes so that we remember to put it in this description so everybody can play along
2: there's an app you can download too for the like the voice basically to introduce each round there's a uh a voice uh, done by Will Wheaton. Hmm. Oh, say that again. There's an app basic because basically before each round, you're supposed to. Um, everybody has to like close their eyes and and put their heads down. and like everybody who's a fascist raise your head up. every in Hitler uh, give a thumbs up or something like that. But it's voiced by will wheaton who is
1: that will
2: wheaton uh he was wesley crusher in star trek he had a recurring role in um, big bang theory um i if you google his face i am sure you all know who he is he's he's basically like an og nerd
3: (laughs) i love that jess just said google his face that sounds much worse yes. than it really is. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Will Wheaton, if you are listening to this, I was not meaning that are, in a dirty way.
3: Although we are you were googling my very
2: first crush.
3: We are googling your face, Will Wheaton. He and so, Mark
2: Hamill were my very first crushes.
3: Have you guys ever? I know Sarah has because I did this with um, with her and. Uh, Bill, but have you ever heard of and or played the Hunt a Killer games? Yes. We just ordered one and there are are, um, six of us who are going to get together and go, we're going to try one out that's rated easy. And then we might do a subscription and take turns going to each other's houses and trying to figure out who the killer is.
2: I feel like ours was very difficult because we didn't solve it. It was.
3: No, ours was really difficult. Really difficult.
2: Is that why you specified that you got one marked easy?
3: Because we're just starting out. So we, and it's also um, Death at a Dive Bar is the one that we bought, and it's like a one out of five on difficulty level. So it's pretty easy. And it's also, it's like a one visit one. You solve it in 45 to 60 minutes. So for all six hanging out together, then we can pour through the evidence. Like they send you envelopes with env- evidence and um, ciph- ciphers and codes that you have to figure out and all kinds of fun stuff but I'm excited to try it.
1: We did one and it was a couple boxes so you're supposed to solve it throughout a couple months or whatever and we just waited till we got all the boxes and then it was just we never ended up solving it it was too hard.
3: Yeah, that's what happened with um I did one with Bill and Sarah and we we never figured it out either but you had a bunch of boxes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Do you remember which one that was? No, I'm not
4: even sure I could find it. I might be able to find it in my closet if I if I look for it. My our game closet, but I don't remember. I just remember it. It, it did get a little frustrating after a while, not knowing mm-hmm. if you were on the right track. And then, but boy, when you came up with something, it was exciting. It's true.
1: Yeah, our box had like a phone number that you're supposed to call, and it was kind of neat picking up an actual phone and calling a number and it was your game and like websites and stuff like that. So there are parts of it that are definitely a lot of fun. It was just, I was not smart enough.
0: We just recently had a Friendsgiving at my friend Nicole's house and we did an at-home escape room. So I bought this escape room from a website called Lock Paper Scissors. And it was a lot of fun. We broke up into two teams and then just competed to see who could solve the mystery quicker. Um, it was a good time. It, it, I got a pack of four games. So I have three more that I can set up parties for. And I think next time I'll do it a little differently. Like this time we just sort of spread it out and we work together to solve the, the puzzles. But I think next time I'll like place them throughout the room and like spend a little bit more time making it more escape room-esque. Sounds fun.
1: All right. I think we're ready on Playful Humans. Mm-hmm. Cool. The last one for the month of December, we've got Project Inspiration. About a year ago, a challenge was submitted to the Sirens by a longtime listener and our biggest fan, Bill Cole. And he, we have been sending anonymous random quotes of kindness to someone in the United States since January of 2022. If you check out sirenstuffbox.com, you will find that there is a pop-up about Project Inspiration. So far, X number of random strangers have reached back out to us. I don't want to spoil it. I had it written down, but you know what, guys? I'm not going to say. You're going to have to tune in and find out. <laughs> So they.
0: <laughs> I was telling they, you.
1: <laughs> so you. Um, but we had some interested people say that they would be willing to come on to our show and discuss what it's like to receive a random piece of inspirational letters in the mail. We won't read the entire challenge now because we want to save that for the recording. And some of our mystery guests had some questions, and we don't want to spoil anything in this pre-dive. Tune in on December 23rd for more of that.
0: So, I mean, the yes, no, the yes, mag, no question is already answered because we've been working on this project now for 11 months. I know. This is one. um, So the challenge is, I think it was to send out one a week or something like that. Is that right? Mm -hmm. so this challenge for me has been challenging (laughs) not because it's hard to do it's just it's just um I think about doing it at weird times and I I don't know so I end up I I I've tried to send at least one out a week, but it ends up being like, I'll wait and send a few out at the end of the month or something like that. That's how it's gone for me. How's it going for everybody else?
3: I do big batches, big batches, because, you know, it's one of the things I'm lazy about going to the post office, those kind of errands, I just get really lazy about them. So I do big batches and then put them all in the mail.
4: the hard part was the actual sitting down and finding the quotes and finding the addresses because that's a bit time consuming. Um, but once I had cards, I actually had it set in my phone. I had an alarm that went off every Monday that went off as I was heading from work to pick up Ben from school and there was a post office. So mm-hmm. I get a, an alert and just swing through and drop drop it off. So I've had a lot of fun with it.
2: Good. I have a daily quote calendar as i have sent you guys pictures of before so i usually and i i email those to my team so i go in and i um i just search the daily quote in my email and i'll look through and i'll find one that i that i like um usually i do i'd say five or six at a time and probably ends up being more like every other week um but still usually do more than just one Um, but one week I was just like, I don't want to find just random addresses. So I sent out a a memo to all the ladies at my office. And I said, do you guys know anybody that needs a pick me up? Um, which I think I got the idea from one of our guests. Maybe they were saying like, Oh, I love this idea. And can you send one to somebody? Um, So I did the same thing at my office and I asked for a, uh, like, does anybody know anybody that needs to pick me up? And I think that day I ended up sending out like 10 cards Hmm. because there were just, people were like, can I give you more than one address? I'm like, yeah, bring it. (laughs) Like I'm doing it all right now. So you might give me all of them right now. (laughs) It's
0: fun. So when you guys are using best randoms, um, to, to find your address. Is it, I, uh, first of all, is that what everyone's using as best randoms? Yep. What? Yeah, that's what, what I did. Yep. Yeah. I Why? didn't want to say. Why?
1: Because we had a question by one of our people that got a letter about how she was even chosen. So I thought it'd be interesting to tell them mm-hmm. live on the air, but maybe they're not listening to this episode. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I, I think it's an important question. I think we should talk about it because I'm wondering if anybody checks those addresses before they plop a card in the mail.
4: I checked all of them. I, do. I If, if so I could find
0: a picture of
4: the house on Google Maps, when I plugged any address on Google Maps, I didn't use that address. So not only did I find an address, but I know what their house looks like. <laughs> same here.
3: I'm doing the same. I looked at it- I looked every one of them up on Google Maps as well. And it was really fun. It was really fun to look at the house and picture somebody in that house opening the envelope.
1: Yeah. I enjoyed that part of it.
3: But Elsie didn't answer your first question, I don't think.
1: No. And that kind of ties into this question because I did look it up once, only because Tracy brought it up months and months ago. And I do mine in batches of nine because I don't know how to pick out of the nine so I'm like everybody on this page gets one
3: (laughs) so that's funny I did mine in batches of eight because my um my cards come in eight different colors and I didn't know how to pick which colors to use so I always (laughs) did batches of eight
1: (laughs) so then how do you decide on your page which one is the one house that you don't send a letter to uh
3: you know what when you look them up when you look them all up on google maps out of each like list of 9 i bet 4 of them actual actually had houses so some of them are like empty lots and some of them were big apartment buildings and if it didn't list an apartment number i didn't do
0: it so yeah
1: hmm.
0: i guess you're not looking them up either elsie huh no <laughs> yeah i look up oh, well. every one of them because I, uh, I mean,
4: all right. I want someone to open it. I don't want to have done
0: it for nothing. I had to go to the post office and buy stamps and write this shit out and put it in an envelope and (laughs) drop it in a mailbox. I want an actual person to receive it.
2: (laughs) Mm. (laughs) So for me, I don't check. I'm wondering is why I haven't gotten a response.
0: (laughs) I haven't either. (laughs) I check every one of them and I don't think I've gotten a response on one of mine. I don't think, I don't remember who else, who's been responding. I'm
1: playing the long game. Maybe it'll get lost in the mail and then somebody that needs to find it will find it. Maybe, Maybe, I don't know. Maybe. I've been using the square stickers and putting the quote on the back. And I know it's not exactly what Bill said to do, but I'll do the quote up here and then write Siren Soapbox and then write our initial so that they're getting like a little sticker in the mail too. That's so, fine, It's cool.
0: Yeah, on the one, on the, I'm going to write out a couple tonight while we're on this call together, and I was going to put stickers in the envelopes with them.
2: Nice. Yeah, I was going to, too, mm-hmm. because of what Elsie was doing. I was like, oh, that's a great idea.
0: I'm not, because I'm a purist.
3: I'm sticking to the challenge.
1: Well, I ran out of my note cards.
3: Oh, wow. That's a lot.
1: Well, mm-hmm. they were already like, I don't know. A quarter empty anyway.
3: It's so funny because while, um, while it's fun to think about somebody at that house that I'm looking at getting the card and opening it and how they would respond to it, I also have thoughts like, hmm, who would like this quote better, a man or a woman? But mostly when I was having a, a less than stellar day, those are the days I would choose to do this because... I think I got just as much out of researching and writing down the quotes as hopefully someone did opening them.
0: I agree with that.
3: Yeah. In fact, I've sort of
4: pre-written my soapbox a little bit and I talk about that exact thing. And I think, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm not sure exactly what the motivation behind the challenge was. I can't wait for the episode where we can talk to our challenger and ask him. Um, But I wonder if it was as much to make somebody else happy as it was to inspire ourselves to be positive just by Mm -hmm. reading all those damn quotes and writing them all down.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Did anybody come up with an entire backstory for your person and then imagine how it would change the entire trajectory of the rest of their lives?
0: No. Nope, just no. me. Okay. Nope. But I did, the, the last time I did this, I looked up one of the addresses and the house looked a little shabby and abandoned. And I was like, I'm fucking sending one to that house anyway, because whoever, if someone is there, I hope that this makes their day better. If it's, um, say the. That- go ahead.
3: I wouldn't say that I went so far as to think about how it changed the trajectory of their lives, but there are times when I was writing it and I wondered if somebody would keep it and like tuck it into a mirror or, you know, if, if somebody kept it and then somebody else found it, would they question, where did you get this from? What is this thing? So I had some of that backstory thoughts going on in my mind.
1: Did anybody think, like, what if somebody just like pissed off and like, ew, what is this? And just like ripped it up and threw it away? I I have, I
0: did have that thought. So (laughs) the other day, I got a letter in the mail from a Jehovah's Witness and I didn't even read it. I was like, and then I was like, man, somebody is doing that to the freaking inspirational messages I'm sending out. (laughs) My, some of my envelopes were red, and so I started worrying about people getting, looking at it and thinking,
4: "Why is some creeper sending me something in a nice, pretty
2: red envelope?" Love letters.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to go with like election stuff or like <laughs> red first, blue or whatever. Um, pink slip. I got oh, a no. pink slip. <laughs> I'm curious how many people actually looked up our website after getting this and why they didn't fill out the pop-up. No, when I hadn't gotten
2: any yet, and I think like, Elsie, you had gotten a bunch. I was, that's when I asked TC about the the pop-up. I was like, do we have it some other way than a pop-up? Because... You know, maybe they have a pop-up blocker and that's why I haven't gotten any responses on mine. (laughs) I just want a
1: response on mine.
2: I want to know it's reaching somebody. Yeah, those Are are
1: some interesting questions I have to discuss when we're together next discussing this. Like, is it worth still doing it if you don't get that feedback?
0: Oh, I want to say I, I have an answer to that, but we'll save it for the episode. Okay. Is that, is that question already written down? Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> Cause I don't want to forget about it. Um, I've written out too, while we were talking, anybody wow. else writing out any right now.
3: I am. No, I feel like it takes a lot of concentration for me to do that. That's amazing to me that you can just do it.
0: Well, I have, um, some quotes up on my screen already that I wanted to use. And I had oh. my note cards in front of me. And so I was just, while you guys were one chatting. of mine
2: that I sent out to my team. I knew I wanted to use today because we talked about doing this. So I was like, bookmark. Because <laughs> <laughs> I send one per day. And since I was off on Thursday and then Friday was a holiday and then we had the weekend, I had to send out five.
1: Mm.
0: Yeah. This I is liked getting-
2: today's. Well, it's not today's. It was over the weekend.
0: I can't we read it to me
2: it's too sometimes when things are falling apart they may actually be falling into place
0: oh I like
2: that what's today's today's is to find yourself think for yourself Socrates
1: whoa whoa So I don't want to get
2: yesterday's too with C.S. Lewis and I love C.S. Lewis. It says someday you will be old enough to start reading fairy tales again. Aww. Aww. I never got too old. That's Hmm. what I felt like. I was like, I never (laughs) stopped reading fairy tales.
1: I know. Right. I don't want to get too deep into like feelings and stuff about project inspiration, but I did want to ask how people were looking up their quotes. Um, You all already heard mine.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I'm looking mine up on the gooks. I'm like, give me some inspirational quotes, Google. And it's like, here you go, mer. That's how I'm getting mine.
1: (laughs) And then you say, thanks, Google. My Google Google. doesn't say my name.
3: (laughs) Because you don't have an Android.
2: Maybe it's how you yell at
1: Alexa.
2: (laughs) Here's how you yell at Alexa. And it's like, No. (laughs)
1: Yeah, I'm the first to go in the uh, AI apocalypse.
2: She tells Alexa to shut up.
1: <laughs> yeah, Alexa's she's, mad at you. She's quite annoying with her suggestions randomly <laughs> when I don't even ask for them. Like, just let me alone. Sarah, how do you look up your quotes? Google. Google's
4: Inspirational quotes. And then sometimes you get, it's, it's so funny how you, you can do it Several different times and get completely different um, responses from Google. I guess it just depends on Google's mood at the time. But yeah. some of them, you click on some of the sites, and you're
0: thinking, "No, oh, I'm not sending any of these to anybody because they're just so <laughs> weird." Yeah, and that's a good point. We did talk about um, staying away from like quotes from Political. politicians or anybody too controversial. A
2: lot of mine sometimes. Adolf
0: Hitler. Nobody wants to quote him. I don't know but we're we'll play a game about it. We'll play the game about it though. That's right. As long as you don't quote him <laughs> and send it out in the guise of an inspirational message.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh.
0: <laughs> now that I have to Google.
3: Inspirational quotes by Adolf Hitler.
0: <laughs> oh, I hope nothing comes
2: up. (laughs) TC's going to get red flagged by some... uh, I mean, this is going to sound...
0: This is going to sound a little crazy, but he did get, like, an entire army of people to follow him. He had to have some Uh kind of motivational prowess.
3: You're going to die if you don't. (laughs) Anyone can deal with victory. Only the mighty can bear defeat.
0: That's from Hitler? Wow. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. he he sure couldn't bear it could he no words build
3: bridges into unexplored regions
1: like i mean he
3: convinced a lot of people to do horrific things for a reason dude Mm -hmm. was good with the words yeah (laughs) Mm
1: -hmm. he
0: sure was Mm -hmm. all right well on that note i am excited to (laughs) record this episode (laughs)
2: My <laughs> box
1: does not support Hitler.
0: No, we do not.
2: No,
1: no but that was really interesting. I never would have I know. to Google something like that.
0: That is fascinating. Oh my God, Tracy found another one. I'm not even <laughs> going to say it out loud. Okay, good. Let's uh leave. Let's leave some people in suspense.
1: Just Google it yourself. You're curious people. That's right. Well fellow explorers we hope you
0: enjoyed our very first pre-dive. We are hoping to bring you along with us on these on these episodes. So make sure you check out the description of the podcast you're listening to. You'll find links to there will be a link to purchase the book a Rem- Remember a Little Book of Courage, Comfort and Hope by Paul Boynton. There will be a link to the Playful Humans um playful personality quiz and of course, we encourage you to write out some of your own words of inspiration and leave them either for a coworker on their desk, or just pop it in the mail and send it off to some random person to make their get to make their day. The goal is uh, to bring light and hope to someone's day, and that challenge. So that's all we have for you tonight, sirens. Thanks for this time together i really enjoyed doing some research with you guys and i'm looking forward to all of these episodes that we have coming out
1: Yeah, was was fun that yeah was good
0: all right until next time dive in stay curious and be happy thank you so much for listening to this episode of siren soapbox and a special thank you to c-strings for providing our music snag your latest EP from itunes today follow the sirens on all the social medias and don't forget to tell your friends about us Like and subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. We'll catch you next time on another episode of Siren Soapbox.